the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to hour two of tonight's Andrea K show on this Monday. I'm digging that music. That was a little like 60s vibe, right? Um, you can just kind of see some girls in like a flip hairdo, dancing the pony and some go-go boots. Hey, thanks for being with me tonight. Last hour was a great one. We talked all about the new border deal and all the ins and outs and everything that you need to know about what's going on with that, as well as Nikki Haley's cringe appearance on Saturday Night Live. If you miss any part of that, download the podcast wherever you get your pods. Email me at andreakshow.com, andreakshow.com. I'd love to hear topic ideas, guest suggestions, and more. We do the show for you, so we definitely want to hear from you and get your reaction. So I'm going to try to save a little time tonight uh, at the end of this hour to read out some emails. Uh, my partner in crime every night of the week here is the one and only. It is DJ Sesame Broccolini. Broccolini. <laughs> I, uh, I'm still laughing about that Nikki Haley video. Um, <laughs> shout out! I'm not so I'm, Nikki. Nikki, you stop sending me your emails <sighs> and your texts about donating. I, I guess she yeah. got the message. I'm not going to donate. Um, yeah, <laughs> but I just yeah. I have to say, there's a tiny <laughs> part of me, just a little sliver, that's actually very thankful that she's been in this race because it's been such a source of joy. And it, it, the news is so heavy, but. Anytime I just watch her speak, I start cracking up. I, I don't know. So thank you for that. Honestly. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Never. Thank you, Nikki. Hashtag never Nikki remains. <laughs> 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 this woman is so completely odious. Let's not forget that. In fact, you know, there is a great, uh, um, not a meme, a compilation of Nikki Haley back to back showing her lies. Like her saying that I never said, uh, this, but then they've got a clip of her saying the very same thing, uh, you know, the opposite. So I can't even remember now what some of her lies well, were. Well, she did that with Clinton, citing Hillary Clinton for getting into politics. They were like, aren't you yeah. a big fan of Hillary Clinton? And she said, no, I've oh, never, no. ever. But then they pulled the articles her. and it's like, no, we, we have you on the yeah. record saying yeah. she's she your said, inspiration. I never said, yeah, she's denied that she said that on social media, she going forward, that people should have to show ID and be named and nobody should have an anonymous account on social media, which is completely fascist, totalitarianist, authoritarianist, whatever you want to call it. She's denying that she said it. And it's like, how dumb are you lady? It's all over the internet. 
You know, I mean, has she forgotten that, you know, her buddy Al Gore, you know, invented the internet and we can, we can Google. She's just complete trash. She's complete trash. And one way that you can know that is that she has never once on that Saturday Night Live skit, they introduced her as ambassador Haley. She's never thanked anywhere on this campaign trail, Donald Trump for making her an ambassador. She's just a liar and a phony. And that's all that we need to say anymore about her tonight. Uh, look, we need to be, uh, and she's certainly no fighter uh, on behalf of what America was founded on, which was one of the main reasons why Americans left and fought against King George and the British monarchy was religious freedom in this country. And it is being trampled, completely trampled right now by the Democrats with the aid of the Republican Party. Case in point, there is, uh, if you're not from San Diego, you might not have heard of Awaken Church. They have six campuses. Uh, they started in, uh, it used to be the 24-hour fitness, I think, it, it, on Balboa Avenue. Now they're in campuses all over San Diego. Uh, they got a lot of attention during COVID when they refused to shut down and refused to do any of the masks. And which, of course, you know, just really, you know, made them persona non grata to the libtards out here in California. Uh, I was glad they're not my cup of tea, so I don't go to Awaken. It's one of those churches to where they've got it's like rock concert style with, you know, a, you know, a guy with a set of drums behind like he's, you know, um, Oh God, who, who was the guy who was married to Pam Anderson? What's his name? He was the drummer for Motley Crue. No, is it Tommy Lee? Tommy no. Lee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they've got like a drummer with a set of drums like Tommy Lee back behind this cage. And they've got this. It's just that's not that's not my cup of tea. But they're hardcore conservative. And let me tell you, their messages are politically sound. So if that's what you're looking for, uh, true believers, true biblical uh, ideology or, or theology, if you will, um, you know, and, and not afraid to tell the truth about what's happening in this country politically, they're the church for you. Well, evidently they tried to start up another location down at Hotel Dell and they were met with a gang of, uh, protesters. Um, one of them said, um, we hope to stand with the community of Coronado and not allow this organization to take a foothold in Coronado. It's a church, okay? Uh, the the people um, outside. Oh well, no, I'm trying to find the quote of the someone who said, you know, the um, our concerns with Awaken are that leaders constantly share hateful messaging to LBGTQ, and their presence is a threat to this already marginalized group of people. Um, this from the Coronado Islanders Against Hate. This is what they told the Times of San Diego. These are our neighbors. These are our friends. They are the young students in the community. They are our co-workers. For some people, it's family members. They are part of our community and worth protecting. Um, oh, uh, protecting against what? Words that they don't like? There's nothing in the Constitution that protects people, and I've been saying this for decades now, there's nothing in the Constitution that protects you from hearing words that you don't like. But there is very specific enumerated rights and protections for Americans to be able to express and exercise their religion freely. That is specifically protected under the U.S. Constitution. You don't want to hear the message? Don't go inside. 
Don't go into the, to the service. I'm sick and tired of the alphabet mafia labeling Christians as bigots and trying to deny the civil rights of Americans in this country. And what I've said to, to gay friends of mine for years is your message, your movement is not about civil rights when it seeks to deny anybody any of theirs. And that's what this is about. What awakened church, what they had to say was, the people outside are saying we spread hate and it's not true. We don't hate them. We love them. We do believe that what they're doing is a sin that is not a part of who God made them to be, but we all have sin. I still love them. And that's absolutely true. If anybody doesn't like what the Bible has to say, that's your right. Don't listen to it. Don't read it. But how dare you, how dare you bullies try to stop Christians from exercising their right? And by the way, let me remind everybody of a book. What what they need to be handed is the book called uh, While Europe Slept, which was written by a gay activist. I've told this story many, many times. Bruce Bauer, who moved to the great Scandinavia, anti-non-religious you know, non-religious Scandinavian. He found that what protected gay people's rights was Christianity because over there where there wasn't any Christianity, gay people were getting beaten in the streets because of multiculturalism, because Christianity was a bulwark for freedom. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to bring in Ted Harvey. He's running for Congress in the state of Colorado. And there is a Colorado uh, state legislature who is um, on record today, we've got a clip of it saying that parents have no rights. Uh, not that they have no rights, but they, they don't have sole rights to children. And this is a movement, you know, while, while they're not only trying to stop people from exercising their religion in this country, the gender cartel and the alphabet mafia is trying to seize control of other people's children for their evil agenda. We're going to discuss that with Ted Harvey when we come back. Andrea K, bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. Before the break, we were talking about how the alphabet mafia was trying to deny awakened church uh, the ability to expand uh, their services to include the Hotel Dell here in California or California and the movement, the progress being made by the tyrants in the alphabet mafia is astounding. And it's in, in, they have infected, it's like a cancer that has infected every aspect of society. And that includes uh, the state of Colorado, uh, Camarado is that <laughs> it doesn't quite work as well as California here to discuss uh, the goings-on is Ted Harvey. He's a candidate for Colorado's 4th Congressional District, former chair of the Committee to Defeat the President, uh, that president being uh, Joe Biden. He's also former Colorado State Senator, and he joins me now to discuss. Hey, Ted Harvey, welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Well, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. 
All right. So Ted, before I get into a story coming out of Colorado today, and I haven't even prepped you uh, for that, that's what we're going to talk about tonight. I have to get your reaction uh, to this border deal that the Senate put forth that would basically codify an open border for America permanently and uh, it, it, it including uh, billion, $60 billion to defend the borders of Ukraine. Your thoughts? Well, I think this is precisely why we have elections, because anybody who supports this bill, anybody who votes for this bill, the American people need to rise up, raise yep. money, and throw these people out of office, because it is obvious that they are no longer being um, representatives, senators for the, the the United States of America. They are doing it. Um, they are representatives of of the globalist and representatives of the um, very wealthy here in the United States who desperately want to do away with everything that America stands for. And um, we're a republic, and we yeah. need to rise up and tell them that they work for us, not the other way around. That's right. And that means that uh, in the Senate, they need to vote no on this. And that does not mean that they need to come back. And this is a message for the Senate as well as the House. Don't be coming back and acting like that was a starting point for negotiations and thinking that you're going to shove half of that crap sandwich down our throats. Not happening. Um, Let's shift gears. Everybody needs um, to be calling their senators. Everybody needs to be calling their senators and shutting down the the switchboard in, in the Capitol. And then also calling your House reps because the message to Speaker Johnson is also when a bill does come to him, it needs to be no more illegals coming into this country and a deportation of the ones that are here. Enough That's of right. this treason. <clears throat> this, yep. this is an, an this is a war against the United States happening at our southern border. And that's not being hyperbolic. These are military age men from 150 countries around the world, as well as the Chinese Communist Party coordinating 60 Minutes did a story this weekend showing how um, because, you know, the the communists coming here are coming here with the blessing of the Chinese Communist Party or they wouldn't be able to come here. And they are coming here being guided by TikTok and the Chinese Communist Party, as well as the Border Patrol Um, But I want to move into the cultural war that's taking place in this country, something else that the Republican Party has ignored to the detriment, the uh, destruction and the mutilation of the bodies and the minds of children. And there was a clip that I heard today coming out of Colorado, my dude, of a, quote, non-binary Colorado state rep who says she doesn't believe in the nuclear family. And that parents should not have a full say over their children. And I want to play this clip for you uh, and then get your reaction. Sesame Broccolini. Now, in American society, we organize our social supports uh, by family, by so-called traditional nuclear family even. And this is actually a social construct. It's not as if the natural order of things for all of humanity has been, you know, one mommy and one daddy and just their biological children living in a detached house and only providing for those children. I had a disagreement with a gentleman recently about education policy based around this issue, right, where he he said that he really believes that um, competition between schools, like this, like their businesses, is the best way to go. And I said, okay, well, I'll, I'll roll with that for a minute. If they're businesses, who's the customer here? And he said, well, it's the parents. I said, yeah, but the kids are the ones getting the education, right? The parents already have one. 
usually when we're talking about a business and its customers, the customer is the person receiving the goods and services. So this isn't adding up. And this is why I say that we have public schools for a reason, so that they'll function as a public good and not just as a private commodity. Children. Um, so basically, this is it. This is the alphabet mafia now taking over, expanding on Hillary Clinton back in 1996, saying it takes a village to raise a child. And we see what the village is. It's rainbow haired, full of body piercings, freaks that call themselves non-binary who think that uh, somebody else's children are their own to do whatever they want to do with. And I want to get your reaction as to what the Republican Party needs to be doing about this issue. Well, the Republican Party has failed over the last 20 yep. years of identifying the freaks that are that have taken over the Democrat Party. Um, th- what you just heard does not represent the American population. Yet th- these people have taken over the Democrat Party and they were running forward and nobody is standing up and pushing back against them. We are not right. the radicals. The, the, the common sense American people are not the radicals. It is these people that think that that are pushing and pushing and pushing to destroy the nuclear family, to try to argue that the state owns the children and that they know what's best for society. And I mean, just listen to what she said. She said that the the nuclear family has not always been the social construct um, mm-hmm. throughout civilization. And, okay, show me any other time in the history of the world where the nuclear family has not been the social (laughs) construct of society. That is the basis. That's the foundation for society, and that's why the left is doing everything they can to go after the family because they know if they can do that, if they can destroy the family, destroy marriages, Mm -hmm. destroy children, that they can then destroy America because that's their ultimate goal is to destroy America. Absolutely. And were there times historically in America where a nuclear family suffered, a dad, you know, died and a woman was widowed and had, you know, two children she or children she had to raise on her own? Absolutely. And and back historically in America in the early days, and it was something we saw in Little House on the Prairie or read in Little House on the Prairie, the community, the church, locally, people would take their family members in or help people out and and charity and philanthropy uh, to assist uh, the, you know, whatever co- might have caused a breakdown in the family was dealt with, and there was support at a local level. Uh, and, and look, and look little, what happens when that doesn't happen. All you have right. to do is look into the inner cities, where over seventy percent of every African American born in the United States is born to a mother out of wedlock. And look what that what look at what the result of that is. It's complete uh, destruction of the family unit, but it's also complete devastation to the civic, civil society in which we live in when you have a bunch of unfathered kids running around um, with mm-hmm. no hope, with no financial support, and um, all they have is to look to government for a paycheck and look into drugs and crime, and it results in the destruction of, of the, their entire community. Absolutely, because that there has been a war on the nuclear family and a war on the church, uh, the war on the local communities, and, because the goal has been to centralize 
to to centralize the power, create a dependency class. Uh, Remember Barack Obama? Remember the life of Julia? Uh, Julia was a character they created, and they showed this woman, a young woman, uh, basically being married. You don't need a husband. Instead, replace a husband with the government, and the government under the life of Julia, the Barack Obama administration, her entire life would involve being dependent on the government. And um, and and the, so the destruction of the nuclear family has been the goal of the left. And now we see the insidious, toxic way in which they are now targeting children with it. Your thoughts? Yes. I, I wanted to throw one other thing in there, too. But be, you, you were commenting about the church. I blame a lot of this on the church because they have handed over yeah. their responsibility yes. to show that – the, the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is their provider, not the government. And the government continues to take and take and take so much of that responsibility away from the church, and the church has abdicated it to the government. And so now Abba yeah. Father or Jehovah Jireh, my provider, is now government. It's not, it's not God. And that, that is ultimately another goal of the, of the left is to destroy the nuclear family and to make sure that the church is irrelevant in in society's lives and they're doing a darn good job of it and the church is helping them absolutely so is the media we're talking to ted harvey candidate for colorado's fourth congressional district uh the um right now in this election year the way the media is trying to gaslight the american people on the economy as they transform it from us from a free market system a capitalist system individual liberty and freedom including people's businesses as they are destroying it they they're having a tough time trying to convince the american people uh, that this is good for them. I want to play a clip for you. Joyless Reed was on uh, with the alleged ladies of The View, and she actually had this to say. This might make you laugh, Ted Harvey. Anyone can win if people vote for them. So yes, he has an, absolutely a chance to win. And as you said, every candidate starts out with a good 45%, and then it's a matter of the rest. The challenge for President Biden is that on the facts, the economy is far better now than it was under Donald Trump, who (laughs) failed in his one job, react to a crisis. As president, you're a crisis manager. (laughs) He was hit with one big crisis, the pandemic, and flubbed it so thoroughly, we're at 14% unemployment. Yet people, I hear people died. Okay, you got it. it. I I can't even listen to this anymore. Uh, Ted Harvey, uh, things were... the economy is far better now than it was under Trump. And oh, by the way, Trump basically did everything that the left wanted him to do when it came to COVID, right? And it was the end of it. He left it up to the individual governors who destroyed people's businesses and their jobs. Who's buying this nonsense? There's a reason why Cuomo is no longer the governor of New York because of how he yeah. handled the pandemic, mm-hmm. how he sent senior citizens into um virus infested hospitals in senior citizens homes and literally killed them. It wasn't Donald Mm. Trump that was shutting down New York state. It wasn't Donald Trump that was shutting down California. It was radicalist blue governors that were shutting down their states and California is 7% of the GDP of the United States. So you shut down California, that's going to have a devastating impact on, on the economy of the United States. And it wasn't just California. It was every blue state across the country. And it wasn't Donald Trump. It was the left that was trying to destroy the Trump economy. 
so that they could come back today on The View and say, look what Donald Trump did to the economy, even though he had the most successful, most um, um, dynamic economy uh, in, of any president in the last 20 years. And they they knew that if they continued to allow him to move forward with that economy going into the election, that he was going to win overwhelmingly. And they did everything they could to to bring him down. And if it was the greatest economic recovery, and even during COVID, it was still better than it is right now. Uh, you know, at no point was I paying almost $5 a gallon of gas when Trump was in office. At no point was I paying $7 or $8 for a carton of eggs. I mean, it's insane to try to make people think that things are better now economically than they were under Trump. So this is not this is not a winning argument for them. And but for Trump, can you imagine if we had not had that economic recovery when COVID hit, where would we be today? Ted Harvey, tell everybody how they can support your campaign. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Go to tedharvey.com, tedharvey.com. You can learn about who I am, what my background is, and uh, what we're planning to do once we get elected. But most importantly, this is going to be an expensive campaign. So yes. if you, your listeners can hit the donation page and contribute to the campaign, we would greatly appreciate it. All right. Well, thank you for being here. I certainly appreciate that, my friend. Thank you. God bless. Have a great night. You too. All right. And you guys stick around. We got more to talk about on the other side of the break. Come on back. Andrea K. Bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrew K. Show. If you miss any part of the show, don't forget you can download the podcast. We were just talking to Ted Harvey, who is running for Congress in Colorado, 4th District. In fact, uh, Lauren Boebert decided not to run for re-election in her district and decided to run in Ted's, um, which is just she's being a carpetbagger. We need to support Ted Harvey in Colorado, we had a great uh, discussion about the alphabet mafia and trying to seize control over children. All right. So speaking of children, um, I, I, I don't usually play clips of other hosts because I, like I like to promote myself here. <laughs> but I love something that Greg Kelly did. He was doing a segment from Newsmax and he was doing a segment in which uh, he was talking about Americans beginning to do their part to save this country. And he's absolutely right. It's weird. This country is not going to be turned around by us sitting here and complaining about Lankford or Schumer or, or Speaker Johnson. We need to hold our elected officials accountable. But we also have to do more ourselves. We need to run for office if there's an, an opening on a school board or anywhere where we can uh, get active. We need to support other people who are running for office. And if we see something that's going on that's inappropriate, or potentially illegal involving children, we need to do something about it. I want to play a clip for you from uh, Greg Kelly's show on Newsmax and a sex shop that is going to be hosting sexual meetings at a sex shop. Uh, 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 and these meetings will involve children. Take a listen. 
This is a, uh, a sex shop in Bellingham, Washington. The woman there, Jen Mason, owns the shop. She's also on the school board of the public schools. And she has a grand idea. Yeah, they got sex toys and lingerie and whatnot. That's fine. Adults only. Well, it should be adults only. Look at this. In a couple of weeks, they're going to have a special session, the Uncringe Academy, to talk about sex with 9 to 12-year-olds and 13 to 18-year-olds, also known mostly as children. Children in the sex shop talking about who knows what. Just being in that shop is inappropriate, probably illegal for a child. So I made a phone call today. This is the Bellingham Police. Yeah. So he decided to report this sex shop, a sex shop that was going to have children come in for meetings called uh, sex workshops called the Uncringe Workshop in a sex shop. Nine-year-olds from ages nine, uh, separated by nine to twelve, or nine and thirteen to eighteen-year-olds. I don't even know if eighteen-year-olds can go into sex shops, or if you have to be twenty-one. I don't know. I've never been in a sex shop. I wouldn't know. Nine-year-olds. So he reported it. I, I I cut it off, and I didn't play him actually. Uh, calling his actual call. It was a tip line, and he basically left a message with his number and said, I'm calling to report this, uh, this sex shop, wink, wink. And this is somebody from the school board. Don't tell me that they're not grooming children for pedophilia. What in the world could you possibly be talking to a nine-year-old about that's appropriate in a sex shop? Sesame Broccolini. It's just disgusting. It's Look, this this is so beyond the pale, but it does... I know it's an old, everyone says slippery slope, but this is the thing. We kicked God out of society. No more sex is sacred. We've completely pornified the culture. This is the slippery slope in action. And I don't know what it is, but some of these more pathological types in the progressive movement that are really, that are deep into the LGBTQ, trans, you know, uh, mafia, there is no such thing as nuclear family unit. There is no such thing as childhood innocence. They're focused so much so on going after kids, perverting kids. And we've talked about this before. I think part of it is that kids are just easily impressionable. It's really, it's just a fact of life. And they know that. And it's really disgusting because it feels like so much of this is just about preying on the innocent. And it, I don't know why, but there are people who are just, my main thing is I don't understand. And this is a genuine question for these sort of radical progressives that are obsessed with gender, queer, sex positivity is why are you so obsessed with take depriving kids of their innocence, of their why purity, so of their youth? Why? They're perverts. This is a member of the school board. Why did a sex shop owner decide to go to uh, become a member of a school board for the purpose of sexualizing children? You can see it playing out here. Perverts and pedophiles need access to children. This woman is obviously a pervert. I'm not saying she wants to have sex with children. This is perverted. If you're if your nine year old was at a sleepover and a parent pulled out sex toys, would you think it's appropriate? <laughs> you call the cops. That's disgusting. You call the cops. You call the cops. I would hope you would. This is outrageous.
There's no reason for any nine-year-old to have any conversation with an adult at all about sex, be, except their parents, to tell them about the birds and the bees. This is grooming, sexualizing of children. What's happening to children in this country is intentional. And we talked last week about uh, the, um, what's her name, the, an, the alleged actress, Anne Hathaway, saying, leave no letter behind. Well, I don't know and cannot know what she meant by adding the letter P, but we know that North American Man Love Nambla, North American Man Boy Love Association, wants the P to be normalizing pedophilia. Gays Against Groomer, Groomers has come out and said, we don't want anything to do with the T, and we don't want anything to do with the P, because P does not stand for pansexual. P stands for pedophilia. They want it normalized. That's what's going on in this country. And we, and, and part of the reason why it's happening and it's become normalized is that conservatives and Christians aren't doing anything about it. We hear about, oh, that's just so terrible. Well, yeah, it is. It's child abuse that's being sanctioned in the United States of America. There's a documentary out. Uh, or a film being put out by Robbie Starbuck and his wife, Landon. And I saw a clip of it today. I'm going to reach out to them to come on the show. I hadn't done it because, you know, it's like I'm radio and you can't really see it. Um, but the, the trailer that I saw today from, from it of children with naked drag queens, uh, naked trans men, uh, what's going on, it, it's just unbelievable to me what's being done to children it's part of the cultural marxist movement to destroy this nation and one of the things that kills me is the parents that take their children to these things there are parents that are planning to take children to the sex shop in bellingham washington that think it's okay for an adult to stand up and hold i i guess it, it why would you have it in a sex shop if it wasn't to show sex choice to children and if they're not going to stand up there and hold up all kinds of sex toys, the kids are going to see it simply by being in the store. Porn has not only destroyed marriages. Did you know it's also destroying uh, young men? The average age of Viagra users is something like 23 years old. What? Because, yes. Really? Because... Because children and young men being exposed to porn has made it impossible for them to have normal sexual relations with, with women. It's incredibly destructive. This is how you destroy a nation. If not through an open border, an invasion, forever changing the culture, by destroying children. Destroying the nuclear family, destroying their bodies so they can't reproduce. Oh, and then they can justify, well, we got to bring in all these illegals. Nobody's having any kids here. Well, gee, I can't imagine why. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. Final segment. Maybe we need to hear from the esteemed vice president of the United States. <laughs> Stay tuned. Andrea Kay 
bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. By the way, apparently the Emmys, or was it the Emmys or the Grammys? What, what happened last night? It was the Grammys. <laughs> it was the Grammys, that's right. Um, I got to tell you, um, I didn't watch it, um, but I'm, I, I'm kind of actually glad for Taylor Swift right now. Let me tell you why. Because apparently she won Album of the Year again for the fourth time. And I didn't even know she had a new album out. That's how I knew she had this concert out that everybody was going to. I didn't know it involved new music because y'all know how I feel about her music. I mean, the the family of coyotes that I heard screaming, you know, sounded better than any any song I've ever heard from her. Um, but she's annoying all the right people, in at least in the music industry, because apparently Jay-Z went on a tirade last night because Beyonce has never won album of the year and however Beyonce has won more Grammys than pretty much all other women combined I think she's won like 34 Grammys at this point which came as a shock to me because even J-Lo sings better than Beyonce um, I think Beyonce is, is, and Sasha Fierce is a great entertainer. I think she can work a stage, but I don't think she can sing a lick, okay, even with auto-tune or whatever it's called. So uh, to hear that, that uh, Jay-Z uh, was unhappy with the Grammy people, whoever votes for Grammys, I don't even know who, who does the voting on that, um, did make me smile a little bit. Anything you want to add to the Grammy Awards last night? I'm just surprised they're still doing it. Honestly, yeah. I, I don't, who's watching this? I mean, I've got a million things I'm thinking about, and none of it is, you know, yeah. who's going to win the latest award from a bunch of critics that have never played or done anything really, you know, to contribute. You know, ah, is it, is it going to be this celebrity I don't care about or this other commie celebrity who's going to endorse by? It's like, I just, I just, I, I just, yeah. I am not interested in it at all. I, I'm surprised. Yeah. I don't know if their ratings are good or not, but I, I can't imagine yeah, it's a lot. Know. Yeah, no. All right. Um, <laughs> um, speaking of celebrities, though, um, Dr. Phil made a trip down to the border, mm-hmm. although, you know, he's not doing mm-hmm. his show out of L.A. anymore. He, evidently, he has started a new media company in Texas. Really? Merit Media. Yeah, Merit wow. Media. I don't really know what they're going to be about. Um but he he did make news when he went to the border. Um, I didn't bother to play the clip of it because, I mean, he's really not breaking any new ground or saying anything new there. Um, however, he did ask a local news reporter where the border czar is. <laughs> <laughs> well, the border czar has been doing all kinds of media. Of course, I'm talking about Vice President Kamala Harris. And um, she was doing an interview. And apparently she was asked about her critics. And here's what she had to say about that, Sesame. The people who know my work um, are incredibly supportive. Understanding that the work I do now as vice president is, is the foundation of that work is years and years of working on issues. So I feel good about it. 
<laughs> wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Incredibly supportive because the work, here's the thing, because the work lays the foundation of the ubiquity of the prognostication of my flagellation. My brother, okay. <laughs> There's your border czar, okay. God, I mean, oh. with, with a vice president like that, it's like, why aren't more people taking America seriously? Come on, guys. <laughs> wow. Um, Joe Biden doesn't know where he is half the time. Joe Biden, I didn't even bother to pull the clip. He said today, no wonder Trump wants to debate me. He's got nothing to do. Um, what? what? He's got nothing else to do. He's only when, when he's not holding rallies, he's in a courtroom. I mean, it's like, what? Um, uh, this this is what we've got leading our country. And I haven't even gotten into it, by the way, the drone strikes. And basically, we're almost at World War Three. Uh, Chuck Schumer's threatening today that, you know, uh, American troops are going to be sent to fight Russia if we don't fund Ukraine. Uh, we've got an invasion going on literally at our at, at our southern border. You know, we're just an absolute mess. If the polls are right and Biden is only behind five points, uh, really, I, I don't even know what to say in the, uh, about the, the state of our nation right now. Um, at least we can get some laughs. Uh, meanwhile, Nikki Haley you know, is, you know, uh, the supposedly running for the Republican Party is bashing Donald Trump tonight. Meanwhile, when, when was the last time Nikki Haley bashed Kamala Harris? Um, where's a Republican Party? Our Republican Party is as nowhere, it, 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 it is it, it far away from the issues as Kamala Harris is from the border. I don't know what to say. Um, all right. Speaking of Schumer, uh, he gave a message to Speaker Johnson today. Don't let the 30 extremists run the show. Do the right thing. We played a clip last hour of Bill Clinton talking about how the illegal aliens shouldn't be allowed to come into this country. And we need to deport them and not allow them to have jobs here in this country. We know who the extremists are. They want to make us seem the extremists. They want to make the. It, it's like uh, Ted Harvey said. They want to make the, uh, in it, it the nuclear family, parents who want to have control over their children. They want to make them the extremists. The extremists are are people who don't believe that there's such a thing as gender in this country. Wow. How far have we have we gone, Sesame Broccolini, from Barack Obama campaigning in two thousand eight? that marriage should stay between a man and a woman to now there being no such thing as gender. We've sunk a long way since 2008. I hate to end on a down note, but let me tell you this. We're going to continue to fight for this nation every night of the week, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. And we hope you continue to join us. Peace out. Keep your head on a swivel. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.